Welcome to the Yoga Liberty Podcast. My guest today is Jenny Parsons. She is the owner of Bluebird Yoga in Hillsboro, Ohio. She is also a graduate of my 200-hour yoga teacher training online, and I do work with clients privately, so it's one-on-one -on -one yoga teacher training, and so I was blessed to spend 10 weeks with Jenny at the beginning of 2022, and now she has her own yoga studio. She's changed her whole life since yoga teacher training, and so I'm absolutely excited to have her here. So welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And thank you for asking me to come on. I appreciate it. I'm so excited. It's really good to see you again. Yes. And be back in the Zoom room together. <laughs> yes. And it's crazy to hear that it was just the beginning of 2022 because it, it feels longer than that. Right. That was a year ago now. Yeah. It's been a year. Yeah. It's been amazing. That's crazy. So tell us a little bit about your origin story. Like what um, before you took yoga teacher training, what was your life like? And what was really the catapult that made you want to sign up for training? Uh, it can go back many years, actually. Um, I worked in the medical field and I worked um, 12, 14 hour shifts. Um, mostly I would, did night shift for probably over 10 years of my life. Um, and with that came a lot of stress and, you know, a lot of, so I would always maybe turn on a couple like breath work YouTube videos or maybe some light yoga. And I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, and then a Facebook ad popped up for booty yoga, B-U-T-I yoga. And it was more of a workout style and it incorporated some dancing and things. And I, I love to dance. If, if you ever go out on a night on the town with me, I'm the one that's always dancing. <laughs> so <laughs> that I thought, oh, I can try that. And it was like a three, three, like a 30 day trial for free. And I really enjoyed it. And it incorporated a lot of like tribal movements and dancing along with yoga. So as they were calling out the pose names, I was like, what is that? Like, I, I would always have to look back up and go once I did it for about six months and it was on and off trust. Like I'm not one to be very, very repetitious on things. Um, I started to finally, okay, this is down dog. Okay. But I didn't know the correct posture. I didn't know if I was doing it right. Maybe my hips would hurt afterward or my back would hurt. I'm like, I don't think I'm doing this right. And I loved it so much. I was like, maybe I could go to a yoga class, started searching around my area. And I live in a very, very rural area in Ohio. Um, the closest yoga studio when I started searching was over an hour away. So wow. I was like, well, I, I can't you know, afford to spend an hour in the car to be there for an hour, three hours out of your day, plus the cost of the class and everything was, I couldn't do it physically. Um, so I was like, well, I could, I could do that. Like, maybe I could take a training and learn about it a little more. And it just kind of kept going in my head. I was like, I should do that. Like a little side job. And it, a couple of years went by, I was like, I should do that. No one's, no one's done that in my area. And it's starting to come up and you know, people are opening up more things and more small business is being supported around here. And that's wonderful. So I was like, I could do that. And then I was like, well, I don't even know what kind of training. So I started searching a little bit. How much is it going to cost? First and foremost, how much time is involved? What's going on? And still to this day, I've never taken another real yoga class in person. <laughs> it's all been mine. Except for your own. <laughs> yeah, except for my own. And I preface that in my classes. I'm like, this may be a little different than what you're used to. Um, but 
I started searching. I was like, okay, you know, I, and actually I found somehow I, I can't remember how I found you, Angelica. I was like, I, I just instantly loved you. I loved how you promoted body positivity because that, that was a concern of mine. I'm not the skinniest person ever. Um, so it was more of, I can't do these really difficult poses. I'm never going to be able to probably do that. Um, unless I'm on a consistent basis. So that was a fear. Um, Angelica, you made in your videos that I saw and just your website was just very welcoming, very body positive, welcoming to all. And I was like, I think maybe her and I could do this. And so I think you and I had like a first maybe 20 minute phone call over Zoom or something. And I feel like we just bonded yeah. very, very well yeah. um, and understood where I was coming from because I was very frank. I was like, look, I have no knowledge that I've I've never taken a real class in person. I take this booty yoga, which isn't really like a true yoga by any means. Um, I'm interested, but I don't even know where to start. I would love to maybe do this on the weekends to help my community and bring others in. So it wasn't about getting rich quick. It's not about, you know, doing all those types of things. It was more of for my own personal reasons and maybe I could share it with my community. So we did that first initial phone call. I fell in love. Um, you know, it was a family decision. So, you know, talked with my husband and whatnot. Um, so we said, yeah, let's, let's do this and go from there. And I started up the online classes. And you did something really cool before you signed up for training yes. with me. Yep. And yeah. to gauge that interest of maybe bringing it to my community before I even signed up for training, you're right. I started up a, a Facebook group. And I just reached out to all the in the, the counties around me. And it is that my town is the biggest town in the county. So I reached out to everyone in the county, um, local businesses. And I just started putting the word out of, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about doing yoga teacher training. Who would be interested? Join my little VIP group. You know, that was the thing. You know, join this group. Would Watch my journey. I'm thinking about doing this. And I started gaining people quickly. And I'm up to about, it got up to about three to 400 people. And I've been steady at about four to 450 people lately. So with that, I just knew already there was interest in the area. Um, and they say about what 10, I think you told me about 10% would truly probably sign up and maybe come to, that's right. probably been about accurate and, yeah. and interest engaging things. So no, it bloomed from there and I got the confidence I need. I said, okay people around here need this and want this. This is my time. Like, let's sign up. Let's do it from there. So that, that kind of built my own self-esteem of, okay, this is something I can really do. What I think is really cool about your journey is that everything happened very organically. Like you mm -hmm. like just kind of let go and let it, it was like kind of a long journey over the year's time of when you first started your certification, but even before that, and it just, the universe kind of uh, uh, unveiled to you, like before you even graduated from teacher training, you had a location to mm -hmm. teach. And then people were like, we want to get more. And, mm -hmm. um, and it was an affordable space that you could, that was appropriate mm -hmm. for what you needed. That is really what sprung everything into action to launch after school. I had a friend of the family. She has a small owned business. She goes, Hey, uh, you could use my upstairs. You know, she has a small local handmade shop. And so it just kind of aligned with her customer base and my customer base to hopefully help her business out. And I'm still using it to this day. She has since moved locations. 
Um, oh. and unfortunately, her upstairs isn't uh, a good place to have you because she moved directly in town. And so I still have the upstairs. She's been so welcoming and so helpful and promoted with. So you're her business, still in her business. old location. Mm -hmm. I'm still okay. at her old place, still using her upstairs. And now her husband is a physical therapist and has turned the downstairs into a gym where he's going to help local students um, gain confidence in weightlifting and, or, you know, doing things for sports. So he's a, he's cool. all, he helps with the community there. So I feel like it's going to be a good transition also. That's you a know, really that, great that partnership. That really helped to start the process. Like, okay, I have a location. I think that probably would have been the most daunting in the beginning of, yeah. but I would recommend to others reach out to local small businesses and just partnership. Maybe you could do it on the weeknights when they're closed and they're upstairs, mm -hmm. you know, different things like that. So we, I started off about half of her upstairs space <laughs> that she could clean out for me essentially. Um, and since it grew and she grew and maybe I helped with part of that, she moved out. And so now I have the whole upstairs and it's, um, I want to say 12 foot wide by at least 20 to 30 foot deep room. Now the ceiling okay. isn't the most conductive for yoga. So we do a lot of, um, if I can get everybody to move to the middle because it has a slanted ceiling. So we do a lot of <laughs> this pose and hands to heart. So nothing to the ceiling. And I had one gentleman come to the class and I felt so bad. He was probably six foot tall and um, he just had a harder time with it. So, but we make <laughs> you know, it work. It, my first studio is very similar. I was in a garage and it wasn't the perfect setup. And when it would get big, when I would get like 15 to 18 people, we would be mat to mat, like really yeah. close up next to each other. And, um, but I did a similar thing as you. I like just would tell every single person that mm -hmm. I met, like, I want to open a yoga studio. I want to open a yoga studio. And, and then one day I was at this place getting my eyebrows waxed. And the lady was like, oh, you want to open a yoga studio where there's a, there's a Pilates studio behind here in a converted garage that we're just using for storage. Maybe the lady that owns this place will rent it to you. Mm -hmm. And it was like a house that had been converted into different businesses. And it was like a two car garage. So like 400 square feet. And um, I painted it and cleaned it and yeah. uh, got people in there. And it was incredible. You know, it right. worked out really great. And I, I was there for three years before I moved to my big location. Mm -hmm. And I was able to build up my business and I paid for everything in my business in cash. I never took out any loans. I went from one space to the next space, all, mm -hmm. all in cash. That has been different for online. I have had to like put things on credit cards to make my online business grow. Yeah. I never had to do that uh, in my in-person business. Online has actually been more difficult than in-person was in a lot of ways. And people have asked me, you know, oh, are you going to offer online classes? And I, I've thought about it, but then it it is harder, I think, to to compete and to have everything set up. It It, it is harder. Yeah, there's a, just a lot more competition, but it's, yes. I mean, there's a lot more clients too. Like, I don't think like whatever it is that someone wants to do, I don't think that it's a good idea to just like, well, that's harder. So I'm not going to do it. Right. You know, like that doesn't mean not do it. It just means adjust and, right. you know, walk into it aware that you're going to have to do a lot of work. Mm -hmm. That There's nothing it's wrong just, with that. Yeah, it's a different mindset. It's a different clientele. 
um, you know, what are you offering differently compared to others here in the rural area? I have no competition. So right. I don't have to think about that too much online. There is competition. So there, there's definitely things to take into consideration, but there's a possibly a greater reward for online because there are more people. There are more clients. Right, right. So, it's a slower growth, but mm-hmm. if you can get it, it, it can be, you know, it could, it could be unlimited millions of the unlimited yes. amounts of money yeah well, um, I'm limited but I'm, if people drive more than 20 minutes they don't want to do it right but also I didn't make bad money at the studio the first year I made like 50,000 and then the next year I made a little more than that and then the next year I made a little more than that and then when I moved over to the new studio the big space I started to make 200,000 and then 250,000 a year so that was significant change. Um, I really did not. The, the first thing I did when I moved to the big space that was a major boost to my growth is I hired someone who was very expensive to do search engine optimization for me. And that's something we've talked a lot about in your business, mm-hmm. which is great because you, when you type into Google yoga in Hillsboro, you come up on top and that's the most important thing. So if you're not coming up on top in -hmm. your city, hire somebody that can do that for you. And don't think that good SEO is going to cost $50 a month because it's not, if it's close to a thousand dollars a month, then that's probably more realistic of what it's going to cost. It's if you're not already ranking, it can be very expensive to get ranked. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a big turning point for my business. Like my, I started with, um, doing Google ads, And I went from selling one membership, like one intro membership every three months to selling about 11 a month with Google ads. Mm -hmm. That was great, right? I was doing a $5 a day Google ad, or it was $50 a month, $50 a month for my Google ad. And um, then I hired this guy, Bob's SEO, to do SEO for me and get me ranked on the top of Google. And that happened to be the same month that we moved to the new location. And I went from about 11 intro offers to 67 intro offers sold that next month, just because of search engine optimization and being ranked top uh, in 11 different areas. And I was just like over, like overjoyed, like, but thank God we moved to the new location because I wouldn't have been able to handle the influx of business. You know, Bob was like, if I put you on top, can you handle that business? And I was like, yeah, sure, he whatever. Knew. And I, <laughs> he, knew. He, he knew, he knew. So uh, he's been a real like friend to me over the years. Um, he, do, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do search engine optimization for me anymore, but he does do it for um, a lot of businesses still. So he's pretty incredible. But the one thing is that um, it was expensive. It was a not an inexpensive thing. And so a lot of these people that do search engine optimization that tell you like, oh, you can get this and whatever, they're really charlatans. Like if you're not paying yeah. at least, at, I would say at least $500 a month, you're not getting somebody who's good. Wow. It's, they're yeah. just going to take your money. And bad SEO can actually push your site down so that you're, you don't ever get seen. Um so that's really important to not spend your money on somebody who isn't actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
moving back, like going back in time a little bit, one of the things that um, you signed up for the first incarnation of online yoga teacher training with me, when I first started doing online yoga teacher training, I was doing it with two other people mm-hmm. and I did it like everyone else was doing where it was like, go at your own pace and watch how, whatever you want. And that was like an epic failure. Like, I, I think like two people graduated from that program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, well, I remember like just going through this like real heart wrenching time for like the next six months, just feeling so bad that people had paid me money and not graduated from this program. And so I reapplied to Yoga Alliance so I could get a new certification because I didn't have one at that time. I had one of the people I partnered with had one. I had sold mine with the studio when I sold it. So I reapplied to Yoga Alliance and was like, it took so long for my application to get through. Like Mm -hmm. I applied in April and I didn't get it until December. And I had already had one for like 15 years. Oh, wow. So I was really annoyed by that. (laughs) So, but when it finished, what I did was I created a whole new platform for online yoga teacher training. And I did private instruction where it was one-on-one. And I contacted everybody from that training and was like, hey, I'm not going to charge you anything, but will you come over and take my new training, give me feedback and um, help me to, to like graduate you so that like, I don't feel so bad about you not graduating. And what was so funny was that every single person I graduated had been feeling the same way I was, but about themselves. Like, I can't believe I didn't do that. I can't believe I didn't finish that. Like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I was taking it all on me, you know? So you were about, I want to say like three or four weeks in, and you had not really done, you had not been keeping up with the coursework. No, no. And that is one thing, you know, again, life gets in the way, excuses come up that, you know, you can always, and I'm the type, I think even as a mom, you, you push things off of doing better for yourself. And, you know, your family comes first, your child comes, everything else, you come last. And so that was one of the things you, oh, I'll get to it. Oh, I'll get to it. So no, the self-paced was very, i was very hard to complete I, I didn't um and so that was probably one of the worst failures I'd ever had in life because I'm typically a type a personality to get in and get done um and so yeah I was feeling bad about myself I was like I can't believe I didn't do that and I wasted that opportunity and so when you contacted me again I was like this, this is it like let's let's get into it let's go from there So many people take these like online yoga teacher trainings that are like, it's Labor Day, it's $380 this weekend only, you know, or like $99 through $200 yoga teacher training. And what they don't realize is that the the rate of actual graduation is really low. So maybe you only spent $300 on your yoga teacher training, but you will, you may, may never earn any money. Right. Whereas like you spent a little bit more on your training, got one-on-one attention. Yes. And you opened a studio, you know? So like, I think that's like the thing that people don't understand is that like there's, there's value in getting a better training. Yes. And the key word you said right there was one-on-one training. 
because then I knew, and that was one of the reasons I did sign up with you because I didn't want to go to another training and be, you know, in a line and, and going along and learning and trying to do this when they didn't know my story, they didn't know my, my background. They wouldn't be able to truly help me when I did have questions because they would probably look at me like I had three eyes, like you've never done yoga before and you're gonna, you're taking this training. So that is the re, one of the the huge value to me was coming in and being able to ask those questions one on one, not be in a group setting and feeling like I was inferior. Um, and I truly valued that one on one, and that is honestly probably one of the main reasons I have succeeded so much, is your input to me and that one-on-one coming back to me because a group setting probably would be good for others. But for me, I would be nervous um, to ask silly questions and and not really know certain, you know, poses or words or things. Um, So to come in with bare bones experience, then to graduate and to launch was tremendous. And to feel confident, I felt like I, I know this and I could go out today and teach a class and be fine and now you've taught so many classes right yeah yeah well I really enjoyed meeting with you every week you were like one of the first people that came over and took the the one-on-one training Mm -hmm. when I started it and um I didn't I wasn't making any money uh I didn't sign up a paid client until you know I started with people in December as soon as I got my Mm -hmm. my certification December of 2021, um, just like getting through the people who didn't graduate. And then I um, got them all through. And it wasn't until April, I think, when I got my first paid Mm -hmm. client with the new training. So um, it was a hot minute of waiting and working for nothing, you know, no money. But, but the, but the, like, the ability to get people through and feel clear about my conscience was really important, but also just how wonderful the experiences were. Like, I was like, this is what I really want to do. I really Mm -hmm. do want to work with people this way because I had so many good experiences with all of you. And you worked really hard that during the training, it was like tough on you to manage everything. And you ended up like changing your whole life. So can you talk a little bit about like, when you were going in training and how you had to manage your life and then a catalyst to like change your job and everything. Yes. So, um, training was very, very personally hard on me. Not that, that the training was, you know, daunting or anything. It was just life always got in the way. Um, it was more of timing and okay, when can I fit this in? And I had, um, I had family members pass away during things and life just life got to me during the training. And it was almost to the point where I was not being able to find time to read or watch the videos or pretty much do anything else other than work and dedicate to my immediate family. And so it got to the point where it was overwhelming. And I said, I, I almost wrote you the email because I was too scared to, I was too chicken to tell you in person that I, I can't do this anymore. So you and I had a frank discussion and this took weeks. I mean, I was, about midline in the way. So I was, I was in the middle of it and having this panic of, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Oh my gosh. I don't have the time to do this. What am I doing? Like things, certain things were clicking, other things were not clicking. And so I was just making, you know, I've never done a class. What am I doing? And it was the, the self like 
panic mode. And so I met with you the one day and you told me straight. And I, and I appreciate that about you very, very much. You don't, you know, you're going to tell me the feedback that I need to hear and it's not sugar coated. I mean, it's good feedback, but if I needed to work on something, I needed to work on it. Um, and so you, we had that discussion of this is a make or break, you know, you're not going to get a third chance <laughs> because I'd already scaped out, you know, the first time. And so it was like, okay. And I, I sat down and like, I've got to do this. And I think it boiled down to another time when I had to, I think, um, when we started actually, so we did our own videos of us doing the poses and whatnot and, and verbally walking through a pose if we couldn't physically do it, which was great. Um, then to teach someone else, that was another panic level of mine of, oh my yeah. gosh, I've never taught someone what they're going to. And so um, I had a friend come over with her daughter and I totally bombed it and panicked and submitted an awful video to you <laughs> and just a, a huge panic of, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And so I had a lot of self-realizations during, during the training, just during those 10 weeks was a huge life transformation. Um, and finally got through, I actually had my mom come over and start doing a lot of the videos with me because yeah, I remember her. she had never done yoga before. So she didn't know if I was telling her right from wrong. Um, so that helped bringing in maybe someone close that didn't have a yoga experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really actually is better to work with somebody who doesn't know because then yes. you get a good gauge of whether or not your cues are working. You yes. can't just rely on saying triangle and expect them right. to do it. You have to tell them what trikonasana is. Yes. So that was very, very helpful. And once I finally got in that groove and I knew, and my mom will always support me that my mom was going to be there to help me do the videos. Um, Cause that was another concern. It was like, who am I going to have come? What am, you know, what am I going to do? So once I had that steady support that it really started to click, we set up time on Saturdays at noon to three, we're going to, I'm going to study and do this and we're going to record this and I'm going to upload it um, and be ready to talk to Angelica by Sunday night. And that's when we had our talks. Um, so that was nice to have certain times of every week to set up, to talk to you. And I knew I had to get it done. Uh, during the week, I had time to maybe do a little bit of reading, watch my videos, do things on Saturdays. It was go time. And to get it all collected together and loaded in, um, I recorded everything off of my iPhone. I bought a ring light. So I had very minimal equipment. Um, I think I bought some blocks. Like it was very minimal equipment to get invested to start. Yeah. Then once yeah. I got through and it started, I think weeks probably eight through 10, it finally clicked. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. And I started to remember the names. I started to remember the cues a little more and go over it more and more. And it finally started to click. And then I had the last, um, I think practicum was to have people come to a real class and the support that people showed me in that little eight by 10 room of Heather's upstairs I had, I think I fit 10 girls up there. All my yeah, friends. you had a big class. Yeah. It was amazing. So that just filled my heart. And I, I, they did wonderful throughout it all and thanked me. And I was like, okay, this, this is why this is what I'm doing. So after that, it just blossomed from there. It's really crucial what you're saying about 
practicing teaching so many times before you felt confident, like literally eight weeks of consistently teaching someone who did not know about yoga over and over and over again and submitting that and getting feedback. Mm -hmm. That's something that's very unique to this program that no one else does, especially online. Nobody's doing that online. No one's taking the time to really review and look at your work. And I think that that is the difference between being successful and not. Before you ever graduate Mm -hmm. from my training, you will teach a full class to the public. You'll teach Mm -hmm. two full classes. You'll teach a private class and and a public class. And um, I think that gives you the courage to go out and do it. Three people last year opened yoga studios. That's amazing. And from, and like you said, that one-on-one, that active feedback of, we watched the videos together and you would rewind and fast forward. Okay, I think you did great here. Maybe work on cueing this way here. Um, Oh, it looks like that person, you know, you know, did it this way. I would reword it this way. So that active Every week feedback grew and grew and grew for me, my confidence. But also the things that you were doing right, like pointing out like what was effective, like do more of this. This is really working. You Mm -hmm. know, this is like the right way to go about it. And I, I, I also have to be very grateful to your husband because I know like that halfway through point, you kind of had this meltdown and your husband Mm -hmm. was like, you better do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons he's my husband is because <laughs> he will set me straight. And he's like, if you don't do this, I'm going to like, pretty much, I'm going to be so mad at you. <laughs> like <laughs> you have to get through this. It's not rocket science. No one's dying. You're, right. you're fine. Like we'll get through it together and we'll be here. So <laughs> yeah, it is funny. My it little is funny because moments. people do be like that. People be like, Yeah. They freak out. And then your husband's right. Like it's, it's just yoga. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's not, we're not working for NASA. Right. You know, we're touching the astral plane and in the mind. Right. Anybody can do that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. It, um, it, but the thing that's really cool, I think about going through yoga teacher training is like just this, this, self-transformation and awareness that happens and you build this confidence and then you decided to get a whole different job too. I did. Um, So once I graduated from school and realized, okay, this is what I want to do. It really started to click of, okay, how am I going to actually get this up and running? How am I going? Because I was working night shifts and to be able to teach at any time I was always tired always exhausted and I was like my life needs to change and not only for yoga it needed to change for my home life and my family and whatnot so I I found something that I love to do at work and I said okay how can I interpret this to another role I found a work from home job and to where I was um, in the medical field I was driving over an hour and 15 minutes one way to get to work which in the country that is a normal drive to a decent paying job. That is just the normal around here. So I did that for years and the the drive didn't bother me, but it was more of the timing and the night shift. And I was also on call on the weekends. So I couldn't actually physically teach a class because I could get a call at any time and be expected to answer it and then answer questions. So that was a fear of mine. So I said, okay, 
I have to change something. And I found this amazing job and started and that blossomed from there. And I love this work. It's, it, I do work from home now. Um, it is a little more intense than I planned. So um, I am really involved in this and I love it. Um, I just got some recognition actually on LinkedIn for being one of the top recruiters um, on oh, LinkedIn and just from the nine months that I've been there so far. So that was great. Um, but that helped me. Now I have weekends off. Now, you know, I can spend a little more time on the weeknights to my family and things like, so that I pretty much changed my whole life in general from a 180 and it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You seem really happy too. Like you have a big glow up, big glow up. And I saw your video um, on TikTok with your walking desk. I'm like always just like really mesmerized by those, but I will tell you that when I'm on a Zoom call and someone's walking, um, it just, it's like at the bobbing annoys me. And I really stop bobbing. I only <laughs> do I it do, when I do like your dad. So. Yeah. So I don't do it during calls because I'm on the phone a lot because I'm a recruiter. So I'm interviewing a lot and doing the talking a lot. So I don't do it during calls or meetings. Um, I might stand, but if I'm actively interviewing someone, I'm sitting down because I'm typing so much. So it's only passing, but I had to get up and start moving around because yeah. I was sitting nonstop. I also like, I was like, how is she going to transition that like quick? Like, it seems like that would be a pain. And you like pull out this remote control yep. and your, your desk goes up and down. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yep. It, it's all automatic. I just, and I, I love it. Yeah. It's been new since the new yeah. year's. My husband helped put all that in new office at home. He knocked down some walls for me and I got a new home office and it's been amazing. Was it weird, like getting used to typing and walking at the same time? I'm still getting used to it, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I only like walk for maybe odd. like certain periods that I'm not standing or walking the whole day. Okay, yeah. So no, I only do it maybe times where I know I'm just going to be clicking around and not typing a whole, whole bunch, but it's not that. And um, this treadmill I bought specifically is made for walking. So it goes like to 0.5. And it only goes up, I think, to four miles per hour. So it's intended for like under the desk walking. Okay. Okay. Awesome. That sounds really cool. I feel like my dog would enjoy that too. (laughs) So if people want to get a hold of you, uh, what are the best areas of the world to contact you on the internet? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Yeah, Facebook's my probably most used platform right now. I love Instagram and I, I want to use it more, but it seems like more of my clientele has Facebook. Um, so that's really where I got my start. Um, that's where I've done most of my promotions. Um, I've done also like some Facebook um, paid ads, really cheap. Um, I've not invested a whole, whole lot of money into my yoga business. Um, I've been blessed with that because um, my friend who had the home studio lets me use it very, very cheaply. Um, And after talking with you, Angelica, actually, you gave me the advice because I didn't know what the average cost of things were. How much do I charge? What's going on? So her and I decided um, just to charge per head because you recommend it if you're not, if you have a great class, it's great. If you don't have anybody show up, you're not invested in that money out front. And so we, I just, um, it's, 20% 20% per person, which is $2 per person that I pay for. <laughs> Let's be real here. I only charge $10 for class because in my rural area, um, I wanted to at least get my name out in the area 
make it affordable. You know, it's cheaper than going to McDonald's is what I say. Like you can come <laughs> see me for an hour. You could go buy a, a Big Mac for $10. So that's how Big I try Macs to justify it in my rule now. area. Big, Big Macs are expensive. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> And they're so not that's good a, for you. And yoga no. is good for you. Yes. So if someone wanted to find you on Facebook, what would they put in the search bar? Um, Bluebird Yoga in the Hillsborough area. So at Yoga Bluebird, you should be able to find me. And actually, one of the other things I did when I first started that I got out of class, I developed my own logo. Um, the Bluebird Yoga is near and dear to my heart. When I was thinking of a yoga name, I wanted something that wasn't tied to my personal name. Um, I wanted sure. something catchy and something I could color coordinate with. Um, and I actually, my grandmother passed away and she had little bluebird figurines all in her house. And I actually have a bluebird tattoo. So I was like, and bluebird is the, uh, it's like meant for happiness. So it all just kind of tied together. I was like, what about bluebird yoga? So I also recommend, you know, thinking about your name for the long term, thinking about your logo for the long term. Um, my friend prints out these sweaters and sweatshirts. She sells them in her shop now. She sells mugs. And people just buy it because they think the logo is pretty. They haven't even been yeah. to my class yet. So it's neat That's to see a, I did that walking too. around in the wild with my sweater on. <laughs> in the wild. In the wild. In the, like at Walmart. <laughs> That's what I... Crazy. That's so crazy to think about. But I did the same like with my studio. I called it Sin City Yoga so that like when I sold it, I wasn't selling Angelica's right. yoga studio, you know, right. like it was like something that other people could own that didn't right. associate with me. And then also, like you're saying, like the merch, you know, like t-shirts saying Sin City Yoga is mm -hmm. way cooler than saying, you know, Angelica's yoga studio. And really like when I went online, I did the same thing and branded mm -hmm. myself as yoga liberty. And a merch is something that I want to do this year as well. Yep. Um, but um yeah i uh yeah it's really cool i'm excited for you yeah. and i'm really happy and i'm so grateful that you came on the podcast today it's like really cool to hang out with you again perfect i yes it's been great yeah thank you so and i'm much really for happy me. for you yeah i'm really thank happy you. for you a year so if you cause a lot of it <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm glad to be a cause of something good in the world right mm-hmm yeah well thank you if you would like to get a hold of jenny definitely go to facebook and search for bluebird yoga in hillsborough ohio if you would like to join my online yoga teacher training you can do so by uh, visiting the links below or checking it out on social media um and uh i'm also doing a training in costa rica in January of next year, I've been trying to get Jenny to go, but she is afraid of flying. So um, I'll, <laughs> I, it's part online. And then uh, in January of next year, we'll meet for one week in Costa Rica and finish it. So if you're getting your 200 hour or your 300 hour, you could do either or. Um, and all the information for that is down in the description below. Again, thank you so much for joining, Jenny. I really enjoyed having you yes, on the podcast. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Namaste. <laughs> Thank you.